expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 155 points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,582 on turnover of 9.5 billion NT. Shares in Taiwan came under heavy pressure on Friday after American markets fell overnight because of the crisis in Ukraine and concerns over an interest rate hike by the Federal Reserve. The bellwether electronics sector was hit hard by a plunge in tech stocks in the United States, and selling in financial stocks pushed the broader market down further, but select raw material stocks appeared resilient. The Chinese National Federation of Industries is looking into new energy proposals to give to the government after a near-island-wide blackout paralyzed parts of Taiwan last Thursday. The federation says that outage caused estimated losses of 10 billion NT to 48 industrial parks and 521 companies nationwide. CNFI says the semiconductor, optoelectronics, petrochemical and steel industries took a huge hit, with the petrochemical companies in Kaohsiung's Linyuan Industrial Park suffering the biggest losses. Given that two other major blackouts took place in May of last year, the CNFI says it was clear that the country's existing energy policies needed to be revised as soon as possible. The group's chairman, Wang Wenyuan, says the federation is working with industrial leaders and energy experts in Taiwan to come up with practical and scientific recommendations for improving the government's energy policies. In international news, Russia's invasion of Ukraine has involved fighting around the country's nuclear power plants, and that's raising concerns about their safety. AP correspondent Ben Thomas reports. Ukraine is heavily reliant on nuclear energy. Fifteen reactors at four stations provide about half the country's electricity. The Zaporizhia plant seized by Russian forces last week had six of those reactors. The International Atomic Energy Agency says the plant staff are now required to seek approval for any operation, even maintenance, from the Russians. Normal communications there have been hampered with the internet and some mobile networks switched off. In a nearly two-hour call Sunday, French President Emmanuel Macron told Russian President Vladimir Putin, Ukraine's nuclear facilities must not be targeted or otherwise caught up in the fighting. Putin replied that was not Russia's intent. I'm Ben Thomas. In related news, Denmark will hold a referendum in June on whether to join the European Union's defense pact. Danish Prime Minister Met Fedriksen says Russian President Vladimir Putin has heralded a new time, a new reality, and historical times call for historical decisions. 
The referendum on joining the EU's common security and defense policy will take place on June 1st. The prime minister also says Denmark would boost military spending to meet the NATO target of 2% of gross domestic product by 2033. Denmark has certain historical opt-outs from the EU's common policies. Those include reservations related to the EU's common defense single currency and judicial cooperation. And finally, Mexico's top division soccer league has suspended all matches scheduled for Sunday after a massive brawl among fans. Saturday's match between the host of Carretero and Atlas from Guadalajara were suspended in the 62nd minute when multiple fights broke out in the stands. Some players fled to the locker rooms, while some stayed near the bench trying to calm the fans. Officials say 23 men remain hospitalized, 10 were in serious condition, and 3 of the injured were in critical condition with very severe injuries. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday, Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.